You're listening to Creative and Passionate Cat, hosted by Antoine Errol. I'm here with James Pesh, and today we're going to talk about NLP and really how to use NLP for anything like for business. So like sales is very important for NLP and like learning how to learn NLP and apply it to your business. So, um, so tell me more about yourself for people who don't really know you that much. And yeah. Sure. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, actually recommending this. I'm really excited to be here with you today. I am James Pesh. I currently am in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I am a corporate trainer and a life and business coach. I teach sales workshops, communication training, and also hypnosis and, and NLP for therapists and mental health care professionals. So there are a lot of different modalities that you can implement into anything that involves communication. And the human uh, species is mostly a social species. So communication is key for us to accomplish just about anything. If you can optimize that, then you can optimize anything. Awesome. So like what got you started NLP just to get started? Sure. Well, uh, accidentally I discovered it while working with personal training clients. I myself was a little over 300 pounds for almost a decade. And so I was using what were NLP techniques on myself to start to achieve goals and start to accomplish uh, things in my life that I wanted that were positive. And so I took that into a personal training career and I started noticing somewhere around four or five years in that my clients weren't having as uh, high a success rate as I had personally achieved. So I was trying to figure out what was going on and I started analyzing their thought patterns, their communication styles, and seeing if there were ways that I could help them optimize their performance, optimize their success. And that's whenever I stumbled upon neuro-linguistic programming. I actually had a colleague that pointed it out to me and, and said, hey, man, have you uh, ever taken a neurolinguistic programming course? And I was like, I've never even heard of it. And he said, well, I think it's kind of what you're doing with your clients, whether you know it or not. So that was, uh, that was whenever I went ahead and took a course and realized that I had uncovered a lot of those principles and started applying them in my own practice. So were you the one applying the, um, what you call like the pure model? Yes. So what would happen was I started uncovering some of neurolinguistic programming and it wasn't until I actually did start to understand that the pure model was the uh, foundational starting point for anything to work. So a lot of people understand uh, a few of the neurolinguistic programming techniques, a few hypnotic trances and language processing, uh, affirmations, meditations, all this type of stuff. But if you don't understand the foundational concept of well-formed outcomes and how to apply the pure model to developing your own well-formed outcome, then you cannot use any of the techniques successfully. Okay, so what exactly is the pure model? Like, what does the P stand for? What do the, all the letters stand for? Sure. Um, it's really important to get this right because it sounds intuitive whenever you first start talking about it. Uh, The pure model is a really well uh, laid out format that my colleague Mayor Bardola uh, from India gave to me, and it was the best way that I could express how to create a well-formed outcome. So the P stands for positively stated, and the reason that this is important is because most of what we do whenever we're trying to create a well-formed outcome is getting it really, really realistic. And so if I were to say 
don't imagine a black cat running across the screen, what do you think happens? It's, it's going to happen. That's right. Most of the time, people will imagine a black cat running across the screen. Yeah. So even though I said don't, your brain still sees it as if it's real and still actually computes it like it happened. So whenever we're first starting out with a well-formed outcome, we have to positively state what we do want, not restate what we don't want. So I would have a lot of people come to me and say, you know, uh, I really want to quit smoking. So the first thing that I had to do is get them to create a positively stated what they do want, not what they don't want. So rather than saying, I want to quit smoking, we had to start saying what they do want. I want to breathe freely. I want to have control over my actions. I want to be driven by what I want and my desires rather than some compulsion to reach for something. So positively stated rather than negatively stated. Uh, then the U stands for under your control. So quite often I'll have people hire me who want to learn neurolinguistic programming so that they can control the behavior of others. And that's not what NLP is about. That's not what any of this is about. It's about first and foremost controlling your behavior and what's under your control and being able to create well-formed outcomes that only involve you and what's under your control. So uh, then we move into realistic or real. So most of the time, if I were to ask you, um, well, let's see, what, uh, what, what type of car do you drive? Um, I'm, I, actually, I actually sold my car today, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably not a good, that's probably not a good example. Okay, yeah. so, well, I'll give, you, I'll give you my example. I drive a, a, Chevy, a Chevrolet Equinox, uh, yep. which is a Chevy SUV, okay? What color is it? I'm supposed to know, or? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's black. I don't know. Okay, so it's not. It's actually like a, a beige. Um, okay. Do I have cloth seats or do I have leather seats? Leather? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. <laughs> right. So that what I'm trying to prove and demonstrate is that even, even though I can tell you what I drive, you still yeah. don't know what color it is. You don't know what the seats are. You don't know yet what this really is. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times whenever people try to create goals and well-formed outcomes, they start saying things, but it's not real yet. They, they haven't really analyzed what would it look like? What would it sound like? How would it feel? And so what we have to do whenever we create a well-formed outcome following the peer model is that it has to be real. We have to have visuals. We have to have sounds. We have to have feelings associated with what's it going to look like? What's it going to sound like? And how's it going to feel whenever we get to that outcome? Okay. So yep. it's got to be real and it's got to be really, really, really real so that you could tell me, oh, I know exactly what your vehicle looks like because I've seen it. Even if I haven't seen it in person, I've seen it in my mind. Okay. And then finally, it has to be ecologically balanced. So is it okay for you to get it? Or will it compromise something in your life for you to get that outcome? So it's really important for people to do this because if you have any area of your mind that thinks that it wouldn't be a good thing for you to achieve that goal, mm -hmm. you will self-sabotage. Okay. You will not allow yourself to achieve that goal. So it's important for you to make sure that whenever you're creating this goal, that you ask yourself, is it going to affect anybody that I love negatively? Is it going to affect me negatively? Is it going to be a good thing? And can I give myself permission to get it? Okay. So that's the pure model. Cool. So how do you, okay. So how do we go from the pure model to basically, you know, becoming a better version of ourselves to do more out of life, get better outcomes and, always remind yourself of the pure model because for anyone watching really it's it's brand new right the pure model has not been introduced before maybe it has but this sure. is really this is really something where we need to think about before like applying so how do we make sure that we're always applying it 
Sure. Well, so whenever I teach my courses, whether it's life coaching, sales training, communication, basically I teach techniques and skills. Uh, one of the things that you and I talked about were uh, hypnotic language patterns. Yep. And so before I will teach people what hypnotic language patterns are, I'll ask them, how would you want to apply them in your life? What type of goals would you want to achieve? How would you want this to enable you to do better, to have better outcomes? And so the first thing I'll have them do is positively state what it is that they want out of learning hypnotic language patterns. Make it under your control, make it real, and then ecologically balanced, make sure that it's okay to get it. So basically it doesn't matter what it is I teach you or what skills or what techniques, the first and foundational step is to create a well-formed outcome utilizing the peer model. Got it. So moving forward for, let's say, people that are in business, right? So basically, um, with the peer model, it's really, it's really more about their situation than the outcomes of other people's situation, is what I'm understanding. That's right. Yes, this is all things that you apply to yourself, your internal model of reality, not someone else's. Yeah. So how do we, how do we make sure that, because a lot of people say like, oh, just use NLP to like close a deal or... Um, you know, like people might say, like, cross your hands or do this or do that, right? So a lot of people are teaching a lot of strategies where it's like, try this on yourself so that someone else will react differently. In this case, it, it sounds more like just work on it yourself, on yourself, and you'll get results. So basically, if I teach mirroring and matching, which is what you're talking about, the, the yeah. crossing of the hands, the crossing of the legs, uh, yeah. covering the mouth, um, the wave off, different things like that. Um, mirroring and matching, whenever I teach those principles, the first thing I'm going to have them do is create the outcome that they do want. So rather than say, I want to influence this person's behavior, that you know that mirroring and matching intuitively and instinctively, because we're a social species, mirroring and matching will influence other people's uh, impression of you. It will change the way they feel about you. So what you have to do is not be so concerned about in that moment, changing the way that person feels about you, but learning the skills and then the skills will come into play if you've created a well-formed outcome. So we create the well-formed outcome before we learn the skills. And then we learn the skills of neuro-linguistic programming. But most of the time, the reason that the skills involved in neuro-linguistic programming don't work for people is because they haven't gotten good at creating well-formed outcomes. So in the moment, while they're sitting across from someone, they're thinking so much about the techniques that the person reads it from a mile away, can see that it's disingenuous, it's not sincere, and it hasn't been learned, it's not a skill, it's something that they're trying to use on me. And that's why it doesn't work out well. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. So basically it's all about focusing on the well-formed outcomes as much as possible. So you give yourself a lot of time to master the well-formed outcomes in order to then move forward and then you know get to the, get to the hypnotic language patterns later on but for now, it's really just about like mastering the well-formed outcomes first. Correct. Yes. Yeah. You master the well-formed outcome, learn how to develop that first and foremost, and then you start to hone your skills without any, you're, you're not really trying to apply them to anything yet. You're just learning the skill set. Once you, once you learn the skill set, it becomes intuitive. It becomes part of your nature when you're in a sales setting, when you're in a communication setting where you need the tools. Once you've learned them and you've created a well-formed outcome, they become second nature. They're more intuitive and you're not having to think about them. You're just really, really in real time reacting and utilizing those tools to get to that well-formed outcome instinctively and almost on a subconscious or unconscious level. 
Got it. Yeah. So how much did how much time did it take you to master the well-formed outcomes? Um, so the well-formed outcomes, actually, I did it in reverse order. So I started learning the skills first accidentally, working with clients. I was learning how to read uh, their eye accessing cues. So whenever they're whenever they're looking up like this, I could tell that they were thinking visually. When they were looking off to the side, I could tell they were thinking auditorily. And whenever they were down inside, I could tell they were checking their feelings and their emotions. I started noticing that while I'm working with them. I started noticing different types of language patterns. So if they're visually oriented, they were using like, oh, I see what it is you're trying to show me. Uh, that looks really great. I'd like to see more visuals on that. Maybe get map that out later, diagram it. If they were auditory, I started noticing that they were saying things like, I'd like to hear more about that. Let's have a chat later on. I'll call you later. And so those are people that are auditory. Um, if they were more kinesthetic uh, oriented, they would be more like, well, this, this feels right. Um, I really like to check my gut and intuitively this, this really feels good to me, um, but I'd like to reach out later and maybe touch base next week. So I started noticing all this stuff first before I realized that I needed to create a well-formed outcome or else I couldn't use any of these tools. So for me, it worked in reverse order to where I started learning the tools first and then it wasn't until I figured out why I wasn't getting the, the outcomes I wanted. Well, it was because I hadn't realized how to form a well-formed outcome. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So working backwards to get back to the basics of the pure um, well-formed outcomes, basically. Right. Yeah. None of the NLP techniques work without being able to create a well-formed outcome that is positively stated under your control, real and ecologically balanced. Once you can do that, pretty much all of the techniques, even if you haven't mastered them, all of the skills will align for you to be much, much uh, more likely to get to that well-formed outcome because it is so real to your brain. It's doing things on a subconscious level to get to that place. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I guess we'll only focus on, on the well-formed outcomes for this video because the, sure. like, the hypnotic language patterns and indirect language um, should probably just be um, dealt with with you. So like people that want to learn more more than just the well-formed outcomes, they should be contacting you. So um, let's just let's just share where people can contact you, um, and we'll keep going with some more with some more questions. Sure. Yeah. No problem. Um, so my website, uh, jamespesch.com, uh, P-E-S-C-H, is probably where you'll find the bulk of the material. Almost every single one of my articles has a training video at the end of it. Also has a platform that if you want to pay by the minute to talk to me or to have a coaching uh, session. It's much more affordable than, than most of the coaching plans that I offer. So that's there and that's available. Um, but it, the neuro-linguistic programming and the hypnosis techniques that are taught, um, they span a whole gamut. I mean, uh, you begin with things like sensory acuity, learning how to read, how somebody's breathing, how they're thinking, how their, uh, their mannerisms, their, their tonality, their cadence, the pitch of the, their voice their body language, all of these things, are, they go, that comes under the umbrella of sensory acuity. And we have ways of teaching that. It's really like emotional intelligence training. And in fact, whenever I get contacted by human resource departments to come in and train at corporations and companies, that's primarily what they're interested in is, is honing in those emotional intelligence and increasing emotional IQ skills within their departments so that they can work better with customer service issues and they can work better interdepartmentally so communication doesn't go so skewed. Um, then you've got hypnotic uh, language patterns, learning skills like pacing and leading, where you learn how to link causal phrases together that are, will lead to more persuasive communication 
so that the person is more likely to agree with a lot of your ideas because you're using pacing and leading practices that incorporate indirect hypnotic language patterns. But without that well-formed outcome, like I say, it's really, really difficult to know where you're going without that well-formed outcome set in advance. Then we learn things like meta models and how people have nominalizations. And whenever you talk to people, how they, their value systems are constructed in such a way where they think that everything that they value in life is really concrete and is a real thing. But in reality, people have things like, um, I, I want to make an impact on society. I want to, I want my life to matter. I want to have meaning and purpose. I want to have good relationships. I want to have confidence. Well, all of these things sound like really strong, strict things that we could almost look at. But almost every noun that I just said, if I put it in a wheelbarrow, I can't push my confidence around in a wheelbarrow. So it's not really a thing. Mm-hmm. We have these ideas that, that everything that we're thinking is a thing that I value. It's a real thing, but it's not. Most of the time, it's an abstract thing. So in neurolinguistic programming, we learn models on how to put traits and values associated with that so that it becomes more real so that that person can start to actually behave in the way that makes them most proud of themselves. They can connect to the best version of themselves. They connect to the outcomes that they want. But that's, that's called meta models. Well, then you also learn uh, language patterns and sensory preferred modalities. Like I was mentioning, if they're visual, they're going to use more sight words, and it's all going to be about what I can see. If they're more auditory, they're going to be talking mostly about what they can hear and what sounds like to them. If they're feelings-oriented, they're going to be talking mostly about how it feels and the tactile sensations that they experience. And if they're internal dialogue thinkers, they're going to be talking more about processes, calculations, data, things of that nature. So you learn how to even pick up on their language patterns and what type of language pattern person this, this person is that I'm speaking to. So these are all just basic introductory NLP skills and techniques and learning styles about the way that others communicate. And like I say, though, all of those things are available on the website. But until you really learn how to create a well-formed outcome, you can learn all these skills you want to, and you're not going to get the goals or uh, end up where you want to be and working with people without being able to create that well-formed outcome. That makes a lot of sense. So we are going to, we are going to leave it at that because the well-formed outcomes is really the number one thing that everyone should be working on right now as they're Absolutely. watching the video, as they rewatch the video maybe, and then maybe go into additional material on the website. So um, just, uh, we'll just leave it like that for now. And we'll do one final question is really just where, once again, where people can find you, connect with you online, whether it's the website, social media handles, so everyone can have that and we can also add that in like a, another separate document so people, awesome. people can go and click on that. Sure. That sounds great, man. Um, so my email is just james at jamespesh.com. Um, if I'm not available, my, uh, uh, I have a colleague who works with me by the name of Kelly and it's just kelly at jamespesh.com. You can reach out to either one of us uh, to get more information about what I do and where I'll be. Um, I'm, I'm on Facebook and that's just uh, I have a business page, but I said, just contact me on my personal page. It's, I, I, that's yeah. fine. Uh, it's just James, James Pesh. And then uh, I'm on Instagram at James P. Pesh. My, my middle name is Paul, so it's James P. Pesh. And also uh, my, my YouTube channel is also James P. Pesh. And uh, I think even uh, Twitter, I'm James P. Pesh. So if uh, you want to find me, it's either James Pesh or James P. Pesh, and you'll get to where I am on almost every social media platform. 
but email me, go to the website. I'm happy to hear with, from anyone. Um, what I highly recommend is if, if anyone is needing a transformation in their life, whether it's a substance abuse issue, uh, whether it's a bad habit or something like that, I have a free transformation video on my website on the first homepage. It's about halfway down. All you have to do is sign up for my newsletter, and I'm totally okay if people go and cancel later. That's fine with me if you unsubscribe, but go and get the free video. It's not going to hurt anything. It's five five-minute exercise, takes you through a model, a template on how to form a goal that you want to achieve and how to make that real, how to connect with it, and how to get on the other side of whatever's holding you back or restricting you. All right, that sounds amazing. So basically, there we have it. James did share everything that he had to share about. Um, so we'll keep it really simple because a lot of it, a lot of it is more of the advanced stuff. So if they really want to get more of the advanced stuff, they can contact you directly. So it would make more sense yeah. that way. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, man.